Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast, where we talk media mostly. mostly. I'm your host, Cole Giroux, and to my left here we have my co-host. Your lovely co-host, Janie Giroux. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Today we have a topic that I, uh, I'm very excited to talk about. I've been researching all week and it painstakingly has been honestly not a fun process. You said, I thought you liked doing it. I, you were like... Trrr. Yeah, I've, I've been working on it. It was last week's episode, Hereditary. Peep the shirt. I am your mother. Yeah, yeah. I gotta rep that. Just got this today. Um, all I had to do was watch the movie and like write down notes. And right. like pause whenever I needed to write and stuff, whatever. But for this, I had to like... Spoiler warning. It, it's um the story of Ethel Kane. Bethel Bain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the story of Ethel Kane. Um, and it's from an album, so I had to, like, listen to the album over and over and over again to try to get the story. Yeah. And, like, there's not a set, like, place where, um, Ethel Kane or... Bethel Bane. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sorry. The artist Ethel Kane has, like, written everything out and been like, here's the whole story front to back. Okay. So I had to, like, flip through many different, like, hi, So many different, like, articles and annotations of all the lyrics. And I had to try to, like, piece the story together. And, like, this is kind of my interpretation of it. Yeah, because that's okay. There's not, like, a set interpretation of it yet. Okay. So we're just going to kind of... Jump oh, in. Before we jump in, our weekly update thing. Oh! Uh, this week we've just been, like... In recovery from the wedding on Saturday. That's true. On Sunday, we woke up and we were like, Ugh. Our bodies hurt. We danced like little dancey dancers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Otis. <gasps> Be careful. Oat. No. Come here. Jump, baby, jump. Oh, oh, it's okay. Come here, buddy. Oh, he's struggling. He's going back for more. Oh, good boy. Anyways, we had a great day. On Saturday. It was perfect weather. It was. There you go. So we've just been, we cleaned up the venue on Sunday and we just had box loads of like all the decorations and stuff that we took back in our garage. And then we packed up to travel to Peru, Illinois to see his grandpa. And we were like so tired the way there. Like, I was just, like, zoned out, and he was driving. We barely talked to each other. (laughs) And uh, then we got there, and we were going to go to Starved Rock, but we didn't. It was storming. There was a terrible storm. Yeah. And so we we watched Pitch Perfect in our hotel room. Before we did that, we went to Applebee's before the storm hit, and then we went to Target, and we got trapped in Target for a little bit Mm because of the storm. (laughs) It was a fun time. And that was our honeymoon. (laughs) That was our honeymoon. Yeah, so uh, since then, we've just been... I spent like the last week cleaning up and packing or unpacking yeah. everything. And so we're finally getting to sit down and do this. Yay. Yeah. And we were originally ugh, supposed to go to Tennessee for our honeymoon, but that was a lot of money. So we decided no, no, no. 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 But in July, we're going to Webb Lake in Wisconsin. And that's with all our friends, but that'll be a little getaway. Yeah. I'm counting it as a honeymoon. Okay. <laughs> Okay, 
now that with that over back to bethel bane we're gonna move right along into this because i don't know how long this is gonna take just like well last week's episode. hopefully not over an hour i hope it it's okay again my notes seven pages long it's the same amount as last time but that's with pictures and there's a lot of spacing to like separate the different songs and whatnot yeah okay <clears throat> so before we get into this trigger warning similar to the last week's episode a trigger warning for a murder sexual assault cannibalism grooming drug abuse and drug use abuse and violence whoa that hit all the spots didn't it okay maybe not make a joke about (laughs) trigger warnings sorry if you get triggered that's your own fault okay (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding cutting that out okay we're gonna start with like a brief summary of everything uh the story of ethel kane is pulled from the 2022 album oh wait For, first the story of ethel kane is by hayden silas anadonia originally uh named white silas that was her first or one of her first um aliases um and she created the story of ethel kane which is pulled from the 2022 album preacher's daughter which was oh I'm kind of getting lost here with my own notes. Oh. Let me just start over. The story of Ethel Kane is pulled from the 2022 album Preacher's Daughter, released by Hayden Silas Anadonia, under the alias of Ethel Kane. Set in the American South during the 1990s, Preacher Daughter tells the story of, of Kane and her childhood growing up in the church as the daughter of a preacher up until her eventual death. Whoa. <laughs> Preacher's Daughter is an album that is full of Southern Americana Gothic aesthetics with heavy themes of trauma, love, loss, and religion. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And then I just have a few of my sources that I um, pulled from here. I pulled from, obviously, the album Ethel Kane, or the album Preacher's Daughter, Genius.com, ThePress.com, Fandom.com, Vogue.com, and also a little bit from uh, Hayden Ethel's Twitter and Instagram account. Okay, now we have a little bit of background. Uh, Anadonia started the Ethel Kane Project, also known as the Ethel Kane Cinematic Universe, back in 2018. The Ethel Kane Project is said to consist of three albums, three books, and three movies. Uh, they're all respectively telling the story of three separate women amongst the Kane family, the first of which, which is Preacher's Daughter, which follows Ethel Kane. Does that mean she's going to come out with more music? Yeah. Oh. The second they're confirmed like she's making them wow the second one is the working title is preacher's wife which is based on um i know that i know i know the names of most of the characters but i forget the name of her mother i don't remember but it's preacher's wife and then the third one is (laughs) preacher's mother (laughs) yeah (laughs) granny Anadonia has said that Ethel is loosely based on her and her experiences growing up, being that Anadonia and Kane both share being the daughter of a deacon, growing up in the South, and much more. From there, we're going to get into the plot of the album. Are you recording? Yes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first, the album opens up with Family Tree Intro. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, just looking for some reactions throughout this. Oh my gosh! What? (laughs) 
Okay. So Family Tree intro is kind of just like setting the grounds for the whole album. It's like it, it is. It's what it says it is. It's an intro to this story and the characters okay. that are in such. <clears throat> okay. So the story of Ethel Kane starts in 1991. Ten years after the passing of her father, the titular preacher that is still held fondly in the eyes of the community. Family Tree intro begins to set up some of the themes of the entire album, the introduction of religious trauma, the relationship with her father, and and the intergenerational abuse that is fated to Ethel. And then at the end of each of these like summaries for each of the songs, I kind of have like a quote from... Like my, my, either like my favorite lyrics or lyrics that kind of sum up what the song's full theme is. Okay. So, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to differentiate when I'm doing the lyrics or, because I'm not, I'm not singing. Come on now. <laughs> you want me to sing? Yeah. But then we're going to get copywritten. No, I'll just sing it like, not good. <laughs> okay. The fates already fucked me sideways. Whoa. <laughs> Swinging by my neck from the family tree. He'll laugh and say, you know, I raised you better than this. Then leave me hanging so they can all laugh at me. Whoa. Yeah. So that that kind of gives you a good picture of what this is. Like she's the first thing is like she's faded to this destiny from the album from the start from intergenerational trauma from right. her father, preacher's the preacher's mother, preacher's wife. Pre- like she's faded to have all this happen to her Mm -hmm. and then swinging by my neck from the family tree just shows a very grim picture that she is hung herself from her hanged herself i did that last episode too Mm -hmm. hanged (laughs) and then it just shows he'll laugh and say you know i raised you better than this kind of shows the weird relationship they have and then he'll leave me hanging so they can all laugh at me it just paints a picture of what the album what's to come in the album Mm mm-hmm Next, we have American Teenager, one of the boppiest bops on the album. You okay? This you've listened to this album, not really front to back, but many of the songs. I know you've heard me listening to it. Yeah. So you kind of know mm-hmm. a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know American Teenager. Yeah. You know what it sounds like. Say what you love. Yes. Copywritten. Copywritten. How? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So American Teenager. <clears throat> It's one of the three singles that were released before the entire album came out. Uh, We're introduced to Ethel's town, Shady Grove, Alabama. It's an all-American town where Ethel has spent her whole life. Sorry. (laughs) We learned that after the passing of her father, which took place before the events of the album, at the age of 10, Ethel started to lead congregations at church and helped like with the choir and just helped out in church. Um, And then years later, we see she is turning to alcohol to mend her broken heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> because her her flame willoughby tucker uh left town and just like left her we, bye willoughby sad it's sad oh, so bye willoughby we there's more of this story coming up in a house in nebraska Ayo. what not what not yeah yeah <clears throat> ethel begins to come to church drunk and lose her faith due to the amount of trauma she's endured for the for the quote it is sunday morning hands over my knees in a room full of faces I'm sorry if I seemed off, but I was probably wasted, and I didn't feel so good. Head full of whiskey, but I always deliver. Jesus, if you're listening, let me handle my liquor. And Jesus, if you're there, why do I feel? Why do I feel alone in this room with you? What do you think this all means? Uh, you know I'm kind of dumb. 
I I know we've talked about this. I don't listen to the words of songs. I only listen to the melody. Sad. That's really sad. Well, unless like, but once I, once I can get over how good the melody is, then I'll listen to the words mm-hmm. and be like. Okay. Well, I'm physically, you have no melody here. You're only getting lyrics. I was hearing the melody. Jesus, if you listen to me. That one. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but like. And the mother. <laughs> so it just kind of paints the picture of what I said. She's coming to church drunk. She's yeah, trying. I mean. <laughs> she's praying to to Jesus. Yeah. Let I me mean, handle my uh, liquor. Pretty much. You don't have to read that much into it. She's. She's saying what she's saying. Well, not all of it's like that. Damn. Bleep. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus, if you're there, why do I feel so alone in this room with you? Yeah. She's losing her faith, but like she's in the church. Yeah. Okay. Fine. We'll just move on then. Jeez. Okay. (laughs) To a house in Nebraska. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So Ethel reminisces on her time spent with Willoughby, as I said before. Um, And they, when they were together... They would go out to an abandoned house at the edge of town in Shady Grove and just picture that they're living out in like the middle of nowhere in Nebraska together, just themselves. Okay. Yeah. And that's what a house in Nebraska is. And since Willoughby has left, she feels lost and abandoned without him to the point where his mother has called her to be like, are you okay? Mm. Are you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quote, uh, and I still call home that and house. In- I- you're going to get this episode copyright striked <laughs> where we found each other on a dirty mattress on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Again, straightforward. I guess I can't read too much into this for you. Yeah. Like, come on. Okay. Next is Western Nights. This is where the story starts picking up. Okay. Kinda. I don't know this one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> After reflecting on her time with Willoughby in a house in Nebraska, Ethel is like back in present day. Cause that song was kind of set present day, but like she's looking back. This is like, she's in present day. She has a new love interest. His name is Logan Phelps. And where Willoughby was like kind of a, you could tell he cared about Ethel and she thought of him fondly, like as a good man. Uh, Phelps is very much kind of the opposite. He's seen as more of a rougher character. He drives a truck. No. Oh. (laughs) He drives a motorcycle. Oh, dang. (laughs) That's like one of the first lines. Oh. On your Harley in the parking lot, I think is like one of the first lines of the song. Okay. Um, uh, he is also depicted as an abusive criminal. <gasps> yeah. And despite this, Ethel's, Ethel Ethel <laughs> Ethel still Ethel. finds herself drawn to Logan. <laughs> What'd you just call me? Oh my god. She fu- <laughs> Ethel is finding herself drawn to him and like in love with him deeply. Uh, 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 uh going to the extent of helping him with his heists. Whoa. She knows that what Logan is doing is wrong. And she is thinking to herself, I hope he can see that this is wrong so he doesn't ask me to do this with him. Uh, The lyric is, I'd hold the gun if you asked me to, but if you love me like you say you do, would you ask me to? Well. Mm -hmm. From there, we move into Family Tree, which kind of goes back to Family Tree intro. Songs sound very similar. This is one of my favorite songs. Really good. Okay. This is kind of a continuation from Western Nights. Logan's criminal activity has escalated from just like robbing ATMs and whatnot where he, to the point of him trying to plan a whole bank robbery. Whoa. Uh, and after he tries to, I, I put after the hob goes poorly, <laughs> hob, after the job goes poorly, he had a botched bank robbery. 
uh, he, the police are called and he is killed in a police shootout. <gasps> and as he is trying to get to the car, he's shot in the back and the car drives away. And it's supposed, supposedly that's Ethel in the car. Oh, and she so killed for him? what she killed him? No, she was the getaway driver for the bank heist. Oh, Logan was killed and she was driving away. Gotcha. That's supposed. No, not for gotcha. sure yet. Gotcha. Not for sure. Apparently, a lot of these details are going to be like confirmed when the book comes out. She has confirmed that um, the book for Preacher's Daughter is going to come out before Preacher's Wife comes okay. out. Yeah. Are you um, going to read it? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read. I'm going to. I'm in this. Yeah, I'm in I can this tell. For life. <laughs> okay. So now Ethel is now on the run. She's running away from the cops for her supposed involvement in this bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, referencing back. Oh, and in the song, she references back to the noose from Family Tree, mm-hmm. swinging my neck from the Family Tree. Yep. She's now taking the noose off. And is now using it as a weapon of her making. With the lines, I've killed before and I'll kill again. Take the noose off. Wrap it tight around my hand. Whoa. There's just some parallels there. Just That's all I'm pointing out here. Amen. Amen. Next, we move into Hard Times, which I told you not that long ago. This was probably my least favorite off the album. Oh. And like, it was like the one song I would skip. But after doing this, I love the song. Oh, you found a new love for it. I did. It's very sad. okay so the entire premise of the song um this is kind of the end of the first act for this song is it finishes the first act into the next one um this closes out ethel's chapter in shady grove she's now on the run leaving her family yeah because she's a criminal she's a criminal running away from the cops ethel spends her time away from home reflecting on the abuse she endured from her father ethel uncovers that she was sexually abused by her father at the age of nine Activities that should have been normal and innocent uh, to a child have been warped, such as dancing on her birthday party and playing in leaves. Uh, Despite the trauma she endured at the hands of her father, she seems to still look up to him and want to emulate what he was because he was held so highly in the community. Yeah. Uh, The community around her praised her father constantly and were unaware of the abuse that she was dealing with behind closed doors. So she's in like a weird place. Like my father sexually assaulted me and, was the bad father Mm -hmm. but in the community he was held so highly yeah and that's difficult for a child Mm -hmm. not that she's a child but she was at the time oh yeah well yeah 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 but yeah and there were anyways there's just a lot of um lyrics in the song that kind of uh paint the picture that she was aware and unaware of that this happened to her like, she was aware that her father was doing these things to her, mm-hmm. but he was like, this is the story. This is what you have to tell people. Yeah. Like, you can't let people know. Right. Uh, and so the from the lyrics from this is, In the corner on my birthday, you watched me dancing right there in the grass. I was too young to notice that some types of love could be bad, praying I'd be like you. And then I stopped it there just okay. to kind of encapsulate the song. Gotcha. That's a sad one. Yeah. And I, I guess I never read too much into that, even though it's very straightforward what was the name of that one hard times gotcha <clears throat> from hard times we move into act two of the album with thoroughfare <laughs> this is our favorite song off the album yep 100 percent. okay when you think of thoroughfare what do you think 
Will you let not the lyrics. What what is it? What does the song like encapsulate to you? What does it give? It gives like uh, Lumineers vibes. Not like the type of music, but because it's like road tripping. I meant story vibe. That's what I'm getting to. Oh, okay, okay. Like you leave behind what you knew. You go try to find adventure out somewhere else. I guess that's the vibes of the song, but like yeah. the story of the song. What it? Um. The lyrics. You want me to say the lyrics? Don't say them, but like. Well, it's in basically a, nutshell, uh, you... a guy picks up Ethel, hitchhiking, and he's trying to find love. But then they end up falling. Well, they don't fall in love, but they end up getting it on or something in hotel <laughs> motel rooms or something. Okay. And hey, do you wanna shoot away or shoot me? Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's my share impression. Okay, so thoroughfare is Ethel telling a story of her meeting a new love interest, Isaiah. 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 Um, she made it to Texas from Alabama on her run from the cops. Um, and while walking along the side of the road, a man, Isaiah, pulls up beside her in his truck and offers Ethel a ride. He says he's going to California to find a love that his, a kind of love that his parents had. Yeah. Um, Ethel and Isaiah begin to create a romantic and sexual connection across this journey. That's true. Yes. Okay. So, lyrics. I met you there in Texas somewhere on a oh, thoroughfare on the side of the road in some torn up clothes with a pistol in my pocket. I didn't trust no one, but you said, baby, don't run. I'll take you anywhere. So I hopped right in out of luck to spend. <laughs> but at least you truck me walking. And you said. <laughs> okay. From. Hey. Sorry. From thoroughfare, we go into Gibson girl. That was all of thoroughfare. Well, I'm trying to keep this quick. I have. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm coming. Okay. I'm going thoroughfare Gibson girl. And then I have like a, a, a little break to talk about some stuff. Okay. <clears throat> so we move into Gibson girl from there. <sighs> Are you bored? <laughs> <laughs> we go into Gibson girl. And if you've ever listened to the album front to back, the, the change from Gibson girl or from thoroughfare to Gibson girl is kind of a, a whiplash. Cause it's like, Ouch. like an adventurous Western love song into like prostitution. Whoa. <laughs> so Gibson Girl, it's a reference to Charles Dana Gibson, who famously drew women um, that were considered like the American beauty standard. If you saw one of these pictures, I'm sure you'd understand. Like you'd know who it was. You know who this okay. dra- artist is. I'll show you something real quick. <sighs> like they're in like school books. Like it's this kind of drawings, like that kind of stuff. Oh. That's the artist. And that's what that it's a reference to, just like a beautiful woman. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay, so this the song is about Ethel has begin has been Ethel is being pimped out by Isaiah. Do you know what that means? Pimped out. Pimped out. No. He's like. So like, prostitutes sometimes will have like a pimp who is like, like their manager kind of. So he's like selling her for money. Dang. Yeah. Um, he's beginning to sell, to pimp Ethel out in the back of gentlemen's clubs to make money. Ooh. Um, she is on heavy drugs that are likely being fed to her by Isaiah. Uh, and she doesn't really grasp what's happening to her. Uh, Gibson Girl was one of the, was another one of the singles from the album. I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay. Okay. 
and the lyrics he's cold-blooded so it takes more time to bleed obsession with the money addicted to the drugs says he's in love with my body that's why he's fucking it up uh and then he says to me baby if it feels good then it can't be bad well i don't know about that (laughs) okay and so from there from thoroughfare and gibson girl everybody's like where did the change happen how did i say okay so between thoroughfare and gibson girl i was having a hard time researching and figuring out um how isaiah went from like this charming guy to a straight up pimp yeah (laughs) and all the articles and annotations i found uh for these songs weren't really making sense and clicking so after i did some digging i found some promotional images that uh anadonia ethel kane uh posted to her twitter and instagram that were the first one is a news article about ethel uh basically giving a story of her journey from the song family tree to gibson girl it just states that like she's on the run from the cops in alabama and that she's now a prostitute in texas yeah. in the song gibson girl yeah 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 mm-hmm. and the second picture is a missing poster's a missing person's poster of Ethel uh, that states that she was kidnapped in the parking lot of a Texas um, grocery store. Oh. And from that, you're like, but she wasn't kidnapped. She hopped right in. She, yeah, she got in there. Out with, of luck to spend. Out of, out of luck because to spend. Because at least his truck would be walking. Exactly. So everybody's like, what's going on here? I don't really get it. How, we're, this isn't connecting. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of two interpretations that this could B. Okay. The first of which is uh, thoroughfare is what happened. Isaiah picked her up off the road. And at some point during Texas, he just started giving her drugs. Just try to make money to sell her into sex trafficking. Um, And then after they had a fight, because in the newspaper, it says that they did get in a fight one night. And he was seen knocking Ethel out. Like he, she punched him. And then Ethel, or then he punched Ethel and knocked her out. And then was dragging her into a car and they drove oh, away. Okay. Um, so they got into an altercation because what was happening to Ethel was not consensual. She was not wanting this to happen. And so he knocked her out, and took her further west. Um, and then the second is uh, Hayden has said that Ethel is not the most truthful storyteller. Uh-huh. And so the entire song of Thoroughfare could be false. <gasps> And that she was yes. she was kidnapped from the start and that she's like in a dissociative state and just like she's trying to make this bad thing that happened to her into something good. Like, oh, I wasn't kidnapped. I willingly went with this man and we're in love mm. and he's not like raping me and torturing me. We're having consensual sex and I love him. Yikes. Yeah. So there's two ways to look at that. So that can't really be confirmed. Well, until no, that song's going to be ruined for me. It's still a good song. It is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so from from Gibson Girl and all that, that whatnot, mm-hmm. we go into Ptolemia. I don't really know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Your least favorite office probably. Yeah, it's The spooky. scary one. Okay. <clears throat> so in a drug-fueled state, Ethel begins to hallucinate and confront uh, the darkness is what I saw. Kind of just like the state she's in. Um, throughout the song, you can hear Isaiah speaking to Ethel. Uh, that's the part you don't like where he's like whispering. Oh. You know this. Yeah. No, I just, I block it out. <laughs> it's scary. Uh, and in this 
while he's speaking to her, he's kind of taunting her about her religious upbringing and her father. And you begin to see uh, Isaiah's true intentions for Ethel. Intentions? <laughs> Bro, this kid true. just said intentions. <laughs> true intentions for Ethel. I was mixing my words, okay? Intentions. Intentions for Ethel. <laughs> intentions. Okay. <clears throat> so Isaiah become, is starting to become increasingly violent with Ethel. Uh, she's mocking her, calling her a morning lamb. Not like... You said she's mocking her. Oh, he's, he's mocking okay. her. I'm having a trouble. A trouble? <laughs> You really do be strongkin. <laughs> I, I'm, um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Isaiah starts becoming increasingly violent to Ethel. Uh, he begins mocking her by calling her a morning lamb and not like, like daytime morning, like sadness morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of like a reference to how in the Bible they would sacrifice lambs. Mm-hmm. That was before Jesus came, though, as the ultimate sacrifice. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to get into the Bible. I'm just well, telling you, you what this is. Well, you just gotta spread the news when you can. Okay, this is also where we see the first mentions of the Daughter of Cain cult, which um, Hayden originally said Ethel was supposed to be the leader of. She was supposed to be the leader of a cult, but... What is this, Midsummer? I don't know. Uh, she said, like, apparently that didn't happen because it's not in, in this album. So people are thinking that it could be, like her mother, mm-hmm. her grandmother that are the leader of this cult yeah. or, or whatnot. But it is speculated that Isaiah is a member of the cult or somehow affiliated and was told to torture and do all this stuff to Ethel. Oh. Um, uh, Ptolemia comes from the word Ptolemy, which is one of the circles of hell from the book Dante's Inferno. It's just like a little reference to that. Ptolemy is um, the circle of hell where treacherous people would live after they died. Um, and at the beginning of the song, Ethel sees herself as the traitor for abandoning her family and running away. And then in the later half of the song, Isaiah becomes the traitor uh, because he's drugging and abusing Ethel. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the very end of the song, death, the personification of death, starts to speak to Ethel and uh, is proclaiming to her that it is inevitable that this is happening to her and she can't run or cheat oh, death. Oh, shoot. Yes. And so, bye, bye, Bethel. The um, the 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 annotated quote for this, yeah. the lyrics here are, are a bit longer, <laughs> so uh, this it this Go. is gonna be a long one. Okay, <clears throat> blessed be the daughters of Cain, reference to the cult, um, bound to suffering eternal through the sins of their fathers committed long before their conception. Blessed be their whore mothers, tied and angry, tired and angry, waiting with bated breath in a fairy that will never move again. Blessed be the children, each and every one, come to know their God through some senseless act of violence. Blessed be you, girl, promised to me by a man who can only feel hatred and contempt for you. I am no good nor evil, simply I am, and I have come to take what is mine. I was there in the dark when you spilled your first blood. I am here now as you run from me still. Run then, child, you can't hide from me forever. All right. That was the entire, at the very end of the song, there's like, just like, guitars wailing and this is just in the background just like you can barely hear it speaking yeah it's speaking it's not singing and it's like a dark voice this is the entire like thing that death is saying that's scary it is pretty scary you can't understand it unless you're like looking at it and being like okay this is what's being said Mm. without it just sounds like it's really good though okay so from here we move into august underground how many songs are left four (gasps) oh Okay, go. What? <laughs> okay, so this next song is August Underground. Um, 
We got a package. Whoa. Cool. What is that? Will you let me finish before we figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> really long. That's what she said. The package of this episode. Bull. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be as long as the hereditary episode. Take it. Okay. August Underground. Next song. Uh, <clears throat> the name August Underground comes from a 2001 um, a snuff film. But it's not really a snuff film because it's not a... Uh, it's real snuff films, like actual murders and stuff. This is like mm-hmm. a fake snuff film. It just okay. emulates that. Uh, it has the same name of August Underground. Um, and then through this, it's an instrumental song. We get um, the story, or not really story because there's no words, that Ethel is locked in the attic by Isaiah, Isaiah and is slowly wasting away after she's been attacked. Ooh. Um, it is debated how Ethel got locked in the attic. Some people say that during the events of Ptolemaea, uh, Ethel escapes and begins running through the woods to get away from Isaiah and then is caught and beaten. Oh. Uh, she is eventually chained up in the attic until her death. Uh, some oh. say that the final bang, there's like a very loud bang at the very end of the song. Uh, it sounds like a muffled gunshot. A muffled gunshot, singular, sorry. A boom, boom. <laughs> no, it's just boom, boom. <laughs> and then you can just hear like footsteps and like whisper talking Ooh. and it's just one person. Okay. So it, it's like Isaiah shooting her yeah. and then like walking around and like murmuring something and walking out of okay. the attic and so from there we move into televangelism which is the it kind of transitions from august underground into this which is it's ethel's death and then her ethel's deathles oh my god it's <laughs> ethel's death and then her uh subsequent moving on to the afterlife gotcha like her soul leaving her body and it is they use uh, a lot of piano, and it gives, it's, like, very tranquil. I don't know. It just shows that, like, Ethel's not suffering from oh, her, okay. from Isaiah anymore. Right. It makes me emotional. That's lovely. No, it's not. She died. Well, <laughs> everyone dies. Yeah, but usually you don't want people to die from murder. That's so and torture true. torture and rape. That's really yeah. not... Yeah. Okay, so from there we move on to sun-bleached flies, oh, which no. is... I know what's coming. What? Nom, 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 nom. Oh. <laughs> Don't give spoilers. <clears throat> okay, so after ascending from this plane of existence into yeah. a further one, it's not really confirmed if she goes to heaven or hell or where she goes because people say that in, uh, is it this song? No, in the next song, she's talking to her dad and it's like, why, her dad was such a bad person, why was he in heaven? Mm. But like, why would Ethel be in hell? So people think, like, there's just one existence in this universe where she's like, everybody goes there one, whatever. Okay, I, I don't need to get into that. Yeah. Okay, so after ascending, uh, Ethel begins to reflect on her life. Yeah. She laments uh, for on her loss of faith, and uh, she still kind of clings to that uh, f- because that's how she was raised, and it gives her some form of safety because she was in the church for so long. Um, and so she found herself praying to God. Uh, despite her disbelief and hoping for a savior while knowing that no one is coming to save her. Uh, basically that her fate was sealed, but she was still like, someone could save me, but Interesting. she knew that nobody would. Um, <clears throat> her father raised her to be a fighter, but she knew that if she were to fight, she would just be continuing that generational abuse that had has been plaguing her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in her dying moment, she fantasizes about Willoughby the man that she never stopped loving. Aww. Sad. <clears throat> and in the song it says, 
What I wouldn't give to be in church this Sunday, listening to the choir, so heartfelt, all singing. God loves you, but not enough to save you. So baby girl, good luck taking care of yourself. So I said, fine, because that's how my daddy raised me. If they strike once, then you just hit him twice as hard. But in the end, if I bend under the weight that they gave me, then this heart would break and fall as twice as far. Hmm. (laughs) From there, we move into the closer of the album called Strangers. Okay, <clears throat> this was the second to third single that was released. I don't know why I'm telling you which ones were singles, but I am. Uh, the song starts with Ethel telling telling us that Isaiah has moved her body from the attic into the basement and that she's going cold, and then he eventually shoves her into a freezer. Uh. Um, Isaiah had started to cannibalize Ethel body, Ethel's body. <laughs> uh, he... Um, she she says the words um devoured like smoked bovine hide which is cow so he's eating her like beef jerky Ugh. yeah um due to the fact that ethel does not have a burial in the grave she jokes about turning in ethel or in isaiah's stomach a play on the phrase turning in their grave yeah turning if i'm turning in your stomach am i making you feel sick uh-huh. um later on Ugh. ethel Ethel starts singing to her mother, who is unaware that she's died. Uh, and she's still hopeful that she's going to come home because she doesn't know. And after she sees Ethel's missing poster on the side of a milk carton at the grocery store. Uh, did I say she becomes emotional? I don't remember. I, I don't know if I said that before or after. She, she gets emotional after yeah. she sees the right. poster on the milk. Um, and Ethel tells her, don't blame yourself for what happened to me i love you still and i'm waiting to see you in the afterlife i'm waiting for you mom where though <laughs> she says when my mother sees me on the side of a milk carton in when dixie's dairy aisle she'll cry and wait up for me she'll make oh we'll make love in your attic all night euphoric and some strange delight i'm happier here because you told me i should be uh you're so handsome when i'm all over your mouth and that is where we close out the album oh yikes really quick this is so off topic but going back to you said win dixie i guess this isn't off topic as you were telling me this whole story like through all these songs i was picturing the same setting of the the movie win dixie Mm -hmm. have you seen that about the dog Uh, you've talked about it i think we we talked about it and it's so funny because like that's a southern Mm -hmm. very you know grocery store and that's what i was like picturing like winn dixie setting throughout all of this well do you know why that's funny too why because on ethel's missing poster it says ethel was last seen saturday january 13th at 3 15 a.m being forced into a black short bed pickup truck in the old winn dixie parking lot on abrams street in arlington texas a witness said a white man kidnapped her whoa that's so funny Mm -hmm. a lot of winn dixie in here yeah, because of Win Dixie, great movie. We should ha- talk about that on the podcast. Do you know what I want to do? <laughs> so we're filming with Maddie tomorrow. Yeah, I want to go see the Little Mermaid, so we can have an episode about that to see if it's good or bad. Like, go see it tomorrow. If we're able to. Oh, or just whenever, and then have an episode. Well, I want it to be the one after Maddie's episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. 
anyways, let's wrap this up. Yeah. What was, what was your thoughts of this story? Um, definitely interesting. Definitely mm-hmm. different than I thought. Thoroughfare is the only one I've really listened to and that I understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very sad at the end. It's very sad. <laughs> and gross. <laughs> and like your first listen to through for this album, if you're not like paying attention, you're like, this is a, this is a good album about sad things. And then you kind of look into it and it's like, what the hell? Hold up. What is going on to this poor woman? Okay, wait. I want to go back to, okay. Ethel Kane doesn't, like, so this whole time I thought her name was Ethel was Kane. Was Ethel Kane. No, it's a character. So what's her actual artist name? Hayden Silas Anadonia. Oh, the artist name is, the artist name is Ethel Kane. So she is Ethel Kane. She's like created this whole persona to be to go by her whole life what wait i'm so confused what's her name real life name what's her real name yeah like what do you think her mom calls her hayden okay and that's because she's trans right was that her i I don't know Oh, i don't know i didn't know if you i know her last name she her. i don't know if her middle name silas was chosen but hayden hayden silas i'm not sure anadonia she chose that last name it means something in Latin, I think. I don't I don't know what it means though. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? I don't have anything else to say. So. Okay. If you haven't listened to this album, go do it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Thoroughfare is probably my favorite. Yeah, my favorites are Thoroughfare and House in Nebraska. Those are two good ones. American Teenager, if you I feel yeah. like American Teenager is like probably the one that most people could like listen to. Obama put it on his um uh top song of 2022 list. Dang. Which is very funny cuz there's a very um anti-war sentiment to the song and Obama like bombed people. So. <laughs> <laughs> the drama. Oh, the Obama drama with Ethel Obama Kane. Drama. Oh, what Obama I, drama. <laughs> one of my favorite um things Ethel Kane has done um is so you know that um Megan the Stallion got shot, right? When? Oh my gosh, you didn't know this? I think it was sometime last year. She got shot. Oh. She got shot by her boyfriend at the time, oh. Tory Lanes, and Jeez. they were like on trial and stuff. And so Drake was um I think he was calling Megan the Stallion a liar. And <laughs> uh Ethel Kane, Hayden, said that if Drake spoke about Megan the Stallion again, she would uh sick the Amish on him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was funny. Yes. Yeah. There's your foot. All right. I got business to do, so I got to get okay. out of here. Well, all right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of this, again, for some reason, creepy episode in May. True. We need to lift it up tomorrow. Oh, yeah. With spirit. What? You guys were supposed to talk and... Oh, don't worry about it. You guys have talked? No. You haven't. <laughs> <clears throat> So we're going to come in here and I'm going to be like, so? And you guys are going to be like, yeah. Oh, please. I can lead a conversation. But it's not your episode. It's Maddie's. Yeah, but I'm going to be leading it. You're just going to be like, that's what you're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to be able to sit back and relax for an episode for once. Okay. Wrap this up. I got to go. Okay. Thank you for watching. Please go listen to Preacher's Daughter. Amazing album. Go listen to her other work, too. And go listen to uh, Janie Massey. Don't do that. Her album. Don't do that. (laughs) Mommy's Little Girl. Wait. It's called I Never Knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even know the name of her own album. I don't even know the song. 
Anyways, okay. That's, Thank you for listening music. and watching. Don't do it, please. No, I'm kidding. That, that, it's your will. That's free will, so everybody. Mean. What a supportive husband. We both agree it's not a good album. It's not good. <laughs> it's really not. It was good for the time. People are like, I love your album. I still listen to it. I'm like, don't. <laughs> Why are you doing that to yourself? Hey, we still got CDs. You want one? Come get it. <sighs> Never, no, don't. <laughs> Come get it. Free. Actually, 10 cents. $10. Sorry. $10. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Okay. Bye. Oh. This has been the Mostly Media Podcast. We talk media and Ethel Kane. Mostly. mostly. Bye. Bye.